What happens when you take a redneck fishing guide and pair him up with a master beekeeper? Well, we're about to find out. Join our host, Ken Milam and John Swan, as they help you brave the sting of beekeeping to reap the sweet rewards. This is The Hive Jive. very first episode. This is kind of the intro of the Hive Jive. This is where it all begins. We got John Swan. Now, John, tell me your credentials in the beekeeping business. Oh, that's a whole nother story, Ken. Uh, <laughs> how about I tell you, since how this is our introduction, let's, uh, let me tell you how it all started, why I got into bees to begin with. Um, so, separate from that, have you ever heard of, this is about chickens, not about bees, but have you, have you heard of the whole uh, thing called chicken math? Chicken who? Chicken math. Like doing chicken math. No. <laughs> so if everybody, I know what chicken mess is. Well, yeah, chickens can make a mess. <laughs> oh, that's for yes. sure. So there's this thing about chicken math where they're like, you know, oh, one plus one equals six. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go to the yeah. store and get me a couple chickens. You come home with yeah, a dozen. Yeah. That's, that's chicken math. They just, yeah. you know, reproduce. Okay. I'm just, okay. So this, same thing, rabbits. This is kind of, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, no. This is the same scenario. I wanted originally just one hive, and I started off. Um, I had gone through a long time back. I had read a novel, just a fictitious story, mm-hmm. and there was one chapter in there where they talked about bees. And in that specific chapter, the the main heroine of the story, you know, she was distraught and upset and on the run, and she had found this abandoned cottage, and there was a little beehive there, and she goes out, and she sets down beside it as the sun's setting because the sound and the hum of the hive was comforting to her. Mm-hmm. And right as the sun sets, all of the bees come out of the hive and they form this humanoid structure and they're trying to console her. And it was an actual, like a great analogy about how in beekeeping industry, how we actually view the bee. The bee itself is just the cell in the body of a greater organism. Oh, yeah. Okay. I can see that. And it was very poignant. And I was like, oh, that's, I love that. That's amazing. And I love honey. So it would be really cool to keep bees. Like that's what sparked it off. Um, but I was not, I was in an apartment, you know, so I couldn't Mm -hmm. have bees at that time. And then the next time when I could, it was the wrong time of year. And then I didn't have any money. And so that went on for almost six years. And the whole time while I couldn't have them myself, I was studying and researching. I literally read every book in our public library that was on bees. And then I had to start finding things online. I found people that I could go and apprentice with and help Mm -hmm. with just anything I could do to get a hold of bees. And when I moved down here to Austin, I have my house. I have a backyard. I'm on Craigslist looking for God only knows what. And all of a sudden, this thing pops up, and it says spring nukes. And in beekeeping, a nuke is uh, its like the core of a colony. It's the nucleus of a colony. And I was like, <gasps> okay, that's what you will buy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's one of the things you can buy to get started. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's bees. Those are bees. Like, what time of year is it? I can actually do this. I've got space. And I contacted the guy. He had one available. And I was like, okay, we're doing this. You know, six years in, we're, we're going to have our own bees. We started off uh, putting in the order. They were supposed to be here in May, and uh, this was like four years ago now at this point, but mm-hmm. they were going to be here in May, and I'm like, okay, I'm so excited, and I, I joined our local uh, beekeeping organization mm-hmm. here in Travis County, and that very first meeting, it was it was a big kind of Q&A, and everybody was talking and, and putting in input, and I spoke a lot during it and asked questions, and afterwards, this uh, older gentleman comes up to me. I affectionately dub him an SOB. Mm -hmm. Um, He comes up to me and he's like, so 
how long have you been keeping bees? <laughs> I started, no, I don't have no bees. I started laughing. I was like, um, my bees get here in May. <laughs> it's like, I don't have any bees. But I explained to him, you know, the history of it. And mm-hmm. then I had uh, been doing a lot of work and reading and research on it. And he's like, oh, well, you're you're very knowledgeable and intelligent. I assumed you'd had them for several years. And, and he goes, well, I do removals. And he was in his mid-70s at the mm-hmm. time. And he's like, you know, I'm kind of getting up there. I could use some help. And if you could come and help me i can't pay you much but i could pay you in honey and in bees and i was like oh well i mean work. yeah sure yeah. i can do that so i go off and i do one removal one mm-hmm. just one and the next weekend after that first removal which mind you removals are not easy no they're, they are not easy um they're, they're, they can be very interesting, but they're not always fun. But anyhow, so I did this, and the whole time I'm like, how on earth has this 75-year-old man been doing this by himself? Uh, that next weekend, he calls me up, and he's like, hey, we had another call. My wife and I were on our way out of town, but you got this. It's simple. You can <laughs> handle this. <laughs> And the reason he's an SOB is because he's never done another one since. <laughs> <laughs> so you get the call. You get the call then. Okay. Yeah, so he, he kind of offloads it on me. The, uh, the association recommended, well, you know, don't start with one hive. Start with two. And so here's where it starts snowballing. I've got this guy that's like, hey, I can pay you in bees, and now I'm doing removal, which is getting me so bees. So now you're getting all his bees, yeah. and he's going to pay you with the bees that you're taking yeah. out. So I, I turn around and... and uh, that's not like radio. It, yeah, exactly. So here, that's where chicken math comes in, right? I that, that, that first year, I was supposed to have one hive, and then it was decided two was better, and somehow I ended with 13. Good gosh. Exactly. Um, the next year, I was then the vice president of that same organization. The year after that, I was the president of the organization. Somewhere in the middle of that, I started doing the Texas Master Beekeeper Program and advancing up through the ranks of that. And then I, I have all these bees coming in, and I started my own removal business. On the side, I was doing commercial finance full-time at a bank. And on the side, I'm now doing removals for bees. And I woke up one day. At that point, president of association, I have two separate jobs entities now created that are Mm -hmm. dedicated to bees. And I was like, I I think I had at that point 50 hives. Good gosh. That was exactly, I woke up one morning, I was like, oh my God, what did I do? (laughs) Like, what has happened to my life? Because now, if you had 50 hives, would you have 100 hives the next season? You could. You you very easily could, depending on how you managed them and what you wanted to do with them. But we, we put a plan in place, because I also learned that year that as an individual, just solitary by mm-hmm. myself, 50 hives is where you pull your hair out. Um, that's the breaking point of I'm spending 8 to 10 hours a day doing these removals. I come out to the bee yard. I have to put those bees in a hive, and then I need to touch a minimum of 10 other hives before I get to go home. And I was like, nope, we're 50's it. That's the mark. <laughs> so now when you take, the, the, uh, take, them, take those bees out, the removal, you put them in a hive, do you seal them in that hive so they can't leave again? Technically, uh, I only seal in the queen. But that's a that's a story for another. Day. Okay, yeah, yeah. That, I, that would be a story. I understand what you're saying, but yes, that's another story. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's a okay. whole different thing. Yeah. But so we'll that, talk about that. That brings later us, in hive chat. Yeah, that that brings us up to today. And so now uh, my life literally revolves around bees. It is everything to do with bees and. And uh, now um, our paths have crossed, and a little birdie told yeah. me that you're interested in doing bees, and therefore right. now we have this. Uh, yes, uh, I have been. My dad, when I was you know young, uh, have a, a swarm of bees landed on a tree outside. So I said, "Hey, daddy, look! It was a swarm of bees," and we got it some uh, 
pine boards and beat together a, a hive and, or a frame. And we went out there, and he just reached up there and broke the limb off and chopped them in there and shut it down. And that's the <laughs> uh, way, I, you know, and, and those high, that bees, bunch of bees did die. But that's how I got started into bees, and I've seen swarms, and I'm always thinking, I want to learn how to take care of bees. And and I was in Callahan's the other day, and they said something. You know, I said, what, who do I need to get hold of? Oh, you need to get hold of John Swan. And so that's how I got a hold of you. And uh, so, yeah, that's how this is going to take place. I've been a hunting fishing guide or a fishing guide since 1981 and outdoors all the time. Love the outdoors. And I think this will be a great way of keeping it going. Plus, it's, you know, bees are something that we need. We have to have bees. If you eat, folks, if you eat, you have to have bees around somewhere. Absolutely. And beekeeping is a losing art. It is. It is. It Actually, um, just like with anything related to the outdoors, it, if you don't start getting in some of those younger mm-hmm. generations and getting up and going with them, uh, you know, your grandparents are the last ones that knew. And when they're gone, if they didn't teach anybody else, then then it's gone. You lose all that knowledge and history. And it's all an oral history that is physically taught and told as you go. So, yeah, it's it's a dying art. And it's it can be so rewarding, both just mentally and physically all the way around, just to sit there even with one hive, the, the awe and kind of majesty of what they do and what they are for a tiny little insect. You know, it's like you said, uh, a bee, you look at a bee, you have the worker bee, you have the queen, you have the drone, you have uh, the ones that take care of the queen, and it's just like you said, it's a sale. Yeah, it's. it's I mean, the, it is. They are the the organism overall is made up of just the individual bees. And we look at the hive as the creature, and the bee is the cell. It's much like human life, I guess, in yeah, a way. It is, yeah. And it is a science. Oh, yeah. Now, Eric is in here with us. He's listening. Are you going to talk, Eric? You just going to. Oh, Eric says he ain't going to talk. He <laughs> says, only thing he does is eat honey, by God. He don't need to know how to. He says, y'all bring me all the honey I want. <laughs> Eric Eric is our, our producer. He's the one who gets to sit in here and make faces at us and laugh while we sit here and entertain yeah, he, you guys. Y'all going too long. Y'all shut up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. So, fishing. Mm-hmm. You, you've been doing that almost as long as I've been alive. Striper Guide started in 1981. even started before that. I've been in hunting and fishing my whole in, entire life. I was born in 56, and now you all know how old I am. But, uh, yeah, uh, and this is something I dearly love. And, you know, if and something else I dearly love is getting our younger generations in the great outdoors. And that's something we have to do. And if I can do it through fishing, that's wonderful. If I can do it through the show, the great outdoors, that's wonderful. Or the Sunday sportsman. Uh, now we're starting this podcast and we're going to talk honeybees. Absolutely. And it's again, great outdoors you don't raise bees in a tree in a in a in a house but i guess you do well yeah unfortunately some people do <laughs> knowingly or unknowingly and yeah. then i get a phone call so <laughs> how yeah. long they've been there oh, oh by the five way five years <laughs> if if uh if some of our listeners they're listening to the pod if they have bees that need removed you can do it uh yeah if you're in the local central texas area um if you call me from california or somewhere like that I, you I probably might, know somebody out there i might be able to find yeah. someone but uh yeah for here in central texas we can absolutely well, tell them how to get hold to you 
Well, I mean, it's it's going to be out there on our website. We're going to oh, have yeah. all kinds of fun stuff for it. But the the easiest way for me, um, if you are looking to get a hold of somebody, well, we'll just give you the main one. Contact at wickedbeapiary.com. And that's apiary, A-P-I-A-R-Y. Apis is actually the term for bee. So apiary is the term for a bee yard where you house your bees. So again, the, the full email address then is contact at wickedbeapiary.com. Now, as we as we get into this, I know I've already, we've already been visiting. Now, this is just the intro. This is how we're telling people what we're going to do. And I know I'm, gonna, I'm just going to tease people. Okay, the first two years... You're not going to get any honey. The first year, you're not. First year, yeah. You got to rate. You got to fill that bottom. Now, the supers. No, well, so the, you've got individual boxes, and you've got okay boxes. Yeah, each of them have a different term based on what, what do you you're call the doing. bottom. The bottom one is the brood box. That's the, that's where yeah. the queen lives. Uh, well, she can kind of be wherever she wants to, but in theory, that's what we look at. Is that's their living quarters? Yes, that's where they raise their babies and everything. Uh, the next box up is usually a medium. It can also be another a deep or mm-hmm. a brood box. Um, and then once you get above that, then you start terming them as supers because they're just a honey store or a honey super above the hive. And that's if you're doing a Langstroth. Right. Um, we're also going to talk about top bar style hives and some of the other styles that you can get into right. as well. So, And it's something I've been looking at, and I, I know a lot of people have asked me about it. And I've asked you about it, and the flow flow hive a flow hive yeah we we will talk about a flow hive and the the pros and cons and what the flow hive really breaks down to that will uh that will be one of our actually um in one of our episodes we're going to go through and we're going to discuss specifically choosing your hive style and how to know which type of hive is best for you and we'll talk about the flow hive in that episode as well and we're gonna uh, we'll tell people how and when they need to get their bees yeah different ways uh, you can find them when to order them how to order them where to order them from where they need to get their frames, their brood box. Where you can get all where your you get all that, both local and online. So there you go, folks. We're, this is going to be. I ain't going to say it's beekeeping one hundred and one. No, it's uh, it's more like adventures in beekeeping or uh, beekeeping kind of simplified or you know we we'll break it down into layman's terms for everybody. What I like, what you told me, is if you can raise cats and dogs. You can definitely raise bees. There you go, folks. <laughs> it's even simpler than that. If if you can garden and you can keep weeds out of your garden once a week, you can raise bees. And now, if you have a beehive, it gets sick. That's when they call you. Yeah, I can go through, help you troubleshoot, and figure out what's going on with it. Um, try to see if there's any way to salvage it, depending on what has happened up to that course. I know I've already had a lady call me. She, In fact, she bought two queens not too long ago. Uh, she has a couple of flow-through hives. Or flow hives. Flow hives, yeah. And uh, she's been asking me. And in fact, she says, uh, I've told her what we were going. Oh, I'll be an avid listener to that, which would be great. But this is something that we're going to, as I learn, because I have no, I know nothing about a bee except it sting the hell out of you. <laughs> and they make honey. And the honey's good. And uh, now this is what we're going to teach you. As I learn... I'm going to have questions that I'll ask John, and John will give us the you know, answer. Uh, if it's a good one, I will neither one know. 
<laughs> but john i think he's gonna tell us everything right yeah so we're gonna use you as our guinea pig and, no, and uh, i'm not sure if you're completely aware of what you have gotten yourself into just yet but we're gonna have some fun time so obviously you're gonna get to hear us uh on the podcast yep. and and hear these adventures and trials and tribulations but off the air Ken and I will actually be going through this journey hand in hand mm -hmm. and and learning all the same things that you, if you were just starting beekeeping, would also be learning as well. So as he, you know, gets his first bees and he does his installation and and you know what he learns from it and the experience of it, um, questions that he comes up with just throughout the week are gonna be questions that any beekeeper getting started is gonna have. And we're gonna go through and address those on the podcast. So you get to evolve and learn from day one as if you're just starting your very first hive and, and then we're just going to let it grow and go from there so as we this is kind of the intro uh what would we all right are we at where we need to talk about maybe number one our next show so our next show so here's here's the hope and uh you know all this stuff is is in production and kind of going on so if it comes out the way we want to we're going to do one episode a week for the mm -hmm. first month. That's just to kind of get us caught up right. with speed so we can be caught up with the season. And then after the first month, we will release two podcasts a month like clockwork. One on the first week of the month and one on the third week of the month. And we're going to try to mix in some interviews. But the, the key thing each month is going to be what you need to be doing from your standpoint as a beginning beekeeper or a new beekeeper and a little bit of advanced things we'll start working in as we go along as well but we're going to tailor it to where as that month comes up you can then listen to the podcast and turn around and go out to your hive and implement the same things that you just learned how to do and of course we will give you emails or our one of our cell phones or whatever to text us if you have questions or we'll have facebook live where you can watch us and you talk talk to us through that so as we get more and more into this we're going to get deeper and deeper into it absolutely where it's more easy for you to contact us so as uh, we do this it's going to be fun i'm looking forward to it me too it's it's going to be well it's, it's the hive jive yeah. we're going to have fun that's with it. it the hive jive and I, I kind of like that name. Me too. Yeah. It has a nice little ring to it. Yeah, it'll work. Hey, folks, we'll see y'all next episode. And what are we going to talk about on next episode? We're going to do a quiz. I'm going to quiz you on honeybees. We're going to talk about honeybee biology. They, fly. they do. They can fly. And they're yellow. They <laughs> unless, unless it's the mutt. <laughs> the te <laughs> Texas redheaded mutts. That's what I call our bees here in Central Texas. <laughs> Texas redheaded mutts. But yeah, next episode will be all about honeybee biology. We're going to dissect how a colony is put together, how it works, and learn a little bit about bees. Since how this is about beekeeping, let's start off learning about the bees themselves. Okay, folks, y'all stick around. You're going to have to, you don't have to stick, oh, stick You don't have around. to stick around. That's the stick magic around. of a podcast. That's radio. Yeah, that's live radio. No, <laughs> no I was thinking stick around, it's honey. It's honey, sticky, sticky, sticky. stick we'll around. We'll see y'all. <laughs> stick, go check out the next one. Bye. The show might be over for now, but the sting won't last long. And if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to our podcast as we'll be swarming in with new episodes the first and third Mondays of each month. Until then, behave yourselves.